0: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Of her was born Jesus, who is called the Christ. Now this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took his wife into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. So, what exactly is your problem? Why are you not a saint yet? Alright, I, I apologize, that's not a way to start a homily by criticizing and insulting the congregation. So let me let me start again. So what exactly is your problem? Why are you not a great saint yet? Yes, a great saint. Do you think that your call is less than this? That when God created you, he made you deficient of the glory which he wants to bestow upon you? Absolutely not. Rather, it's not that you and I haven't been called to be great saints. It's that you and I are unwilling to be great saints. Now, today in the church, we celebrate this great feast of this great saint, this great saint who was the greatest to walk the earth outside of our Blessed Mother Mary and St. Joseph. A righteous man as he's described in our gospel. A just man. What does that mean to be a just man as he is described? Justice. To give God what is God's. And to our neighbor what is our neighbor's. Sounds a lot like the two great commandments that our Lord puts forth. The greatest you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, your very being. And the second is like it that you shall love your neighbor as yourself. This is the life of Saint Joseph. All he did was conform his will to the will of God, it was a constant response. To what God wanted him to do, wanted him to be in his life. In our Gospels, he's visited four times by the angels. And every time, he just immediately responds. We see the first time in our Gospel today, the Annunciation to St. Joseph, where the angel visits him and says, Do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus. And so he responds right away the next verse. He takes his wife into his home. And later on, it is him that gives this child the name by which every knee will bow in the name of Jesus. So Joseph's life is a constant response to what God is calling him to be. It was his call to raise the heir of David, whose throne will remain firm for all eternity, as we hear about in our first reading. It's Joseph that will lead to the fulfillment of the promise that was given to Abraham, that through righteousness that comes from faith, the entire world will be blessed. Joseph's faith contributing to the salvation of all humankind. As we hear in our second reading, it's he that trusted in the impossible, that hoped against hope. This is the great saint that we celebrate today. Now, when we think of great saints, a lot of times our minds might go to saints like St. Andre Bessette, who miracle after miracle after miracle is attributed to him of Thousands of people coming to see him, and through his intercession, healings taking place. Or we think of great saints like Saint Teresa of Avila, who would get so wrapped up in prayerful ecstasy that she would literally begin to levitate, that her sisters had to hold her down when she was praying. Or we think of saints like Saint Francis de Sales, whose spiritual writings have influenced thousands through hundreds of years in the church and bringing people ever closer in their relationship with Christ. So how in the world are you and I to be numbered amongst these great saints? How in the world is that possible? Because, let's face it, God probably hasn't given you the ability to go around healing people. I don't know a lot of you that are able to levitate or bilocate. Or maybe a lot of you probably aren't writing works, spiritual works down that will last for age upon age and bringing people closer to Christ. For us, I think we think the bar is just, I'm just trying to get to heaven. Like, forget about being great. I am just trying to get to heaven, and that's enough for me. But sometimes we forget that what makes the saints great is not the favors that God blesses upon them. It's their faith. It's their willingness to just say, Lord, do with me as you will. And they conform their will perfectly with God's. Each one of us is unique in salvation history. Going back to the beginning of time and to the end of time, there is no one else that will have the vocation that God has given to you. Just like St. Joseph, who was the chosen man to be and raise the Son of God, you have a particular devotion that is only for you for salvation history. It's only yours. It's unique. God has called you And he wants you to fulfill that. And that's exactly why I think St. Joseph is the perfect example for all of us today. Because here we have the second greatest saint to ever walk the earth. He's married to the greatest person to ever walk the earth. And he gets to raise God-made flesh And the world looks at him and they say, nothing. He's of no significance. When Jesus begins his ministry, they look at Jesus and they look at his parents and they're like, is this not the son of the carpenter? And his mother called Mary? Where did he get all of this? They're just ordinary But far from ordinary are they in their interior life. And St. Joseph certainly did not have an ordinary faith, but extraordinary, supernatural faith, a faith that was willing to do the will of God and to trust no matter what. And so seeing St. Joseph in that example, we too can see that really the only thing that's holding you and me back is our unwillingness to be a great saint that really is it our sin attests to this fact because these are the exceptions that we make that we say not at this moment not the divine will not right now and so thanks be to god that we are here today to number one Receive the greatest gift that mankind has ever known. The body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. The very flesh that Joseph held and raised in Nazareth. We will receive this evening. And upon receiving our Lord and Savior into our very being at the end of Mass we as a community will consecrate ourselves to this great saint. And we ask him formally, be our spiritual father. Guide us on this voyage. Form us as you did the Savior in Nazareth. Form us that our will can be like yours, so connected to that of the Father that we too be the great saints that we were called to be. Just as those great saints of old had great devotions to St. Joseph, St. Andre Bessette, St. Teresa of Avila, St. Francis de Sales, countless others. We are now also among them in our devotion to St. Joseph, in our relationship to St. Joseph. And so thanks be to God that we have Joseph and we live in this time and his example of a life lived of faith a life lived in complete accordance with God's will, because the truth really is that to be a great saint is not for the specialized few. It's not for the ordained or the bishops or just the pope. It's not for the elite. To be a great saint is the call of everyone. And like St. Joseph... It simply consists of being willing to do the will of God perfectly in the ordinary, in the everyday, because quite simply, you and I, we cannot do greater than His will.